Welcome to the Prosperity Babe podcast. I'm your host, Cass Tipper. This podcast will focus on valuable topics to help you step into a life of true prosperity, because that's what we're all after, right? (laughs) Each week, you will hear me speak on topics surrounding personal development, manifestation, law of attraction, building your confidence, self-love, business-related topics, and more. It is my sole purpose and absolute pleasure to help you step into your next level. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive in. All right, guys, I'm super excited to let you know that every three weeks now on the Prosperity Babe podcast, I'm going to be doing this segment called Mama Mentality with my dear friend, Sonia Grant. She is a wife, a mom of four, and is currently winging it as a stay-at-home mom slash homeschooler to her two youngest kids. She served seven years in the military as a dental tech and has worked more jobs than anyone can keep track of. She absolutely loves talking about all the things that no one else talks about publicly and hopes to connect with more women and moms in the online space who can relate. She was the perfect person to do this one podcast segment with me. And I seriously can't wait to do more of these. We had the best conversation talking about mom guilt. Overall, I think you guys are really going to like this and I'm super excited to keep creating these. You can connect with Sonia down in the show notes. I have her Instagram handle down there as well as her podcast, the Relatable Mom Podcast linked below as well. I can't wait for you guys to listen. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Here we go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of the Prosperity Bay podcast. My name is Cass Tipper. I am your host. And today I have a very special guest on. So welcome, Sonia. Super excited to have you here. (laughs) So you guys, Sonia and I are going to be doing these segments like once a month on the Prosperity Bay podcast. And we, what did we decide we were calling them again? mom mentality right mama mentality mama mama mentality that's right that's right okay mama mentality is what we decided on there was a few different names that I just had a brain fart but (laughs) basically what we were talking about because you know we've been friends for a few years now and just chatting we're both moms and we were like you know it'd be so cool is if we did like a little segment on the podcast, just talking about different topics with like mom life and, you know, kids and relationships and all the things. Cause Sonia and I chat every couple of weeks, we have a zoom. And a lot of the time we just get to chatting about life and stuff that we're going through. And we just have some really good conversations. And it just dawned on us one day, like, why not do this on the podcast and have these (laughs) conversations? Cause I feel like, you know, as moms, we know what it's like, you know, there's not a lot of resources out there. It is becoming more talked about, which is great, but there's just so many things that you go through when you become a mom. And so in this segment that we're going to be doing monthly, we are going to be highlighting some of those things. And today we're actually going to talk about mom guilt in all of its glory. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) So yeah, Sonia, I don't know if you want to start us off with chat sure. mom guilt, maybe your experience, and then we can just kind of see where this goes. Yeah, big time. Uh, I just want to start by saying that I've experienced, I still experience it and I have experienced it all the time about everything. And I know the other day you mentioned, like you even felt guilty for showering. And I, I laughed because I was like, yeah, me too. Like I, cause it was time away from my kids. And I feel like I, even with, I don't know, choosing to breastfeed for me, was something that I wanted to do, but that was another piece. And that's like 
you know, that's a conversation for a whole other podcast episode, but I feel like the fact that I felt like I was the only person that had that comfort, you know, that nursing ability was me. And that, so every time I would leave, I would have mom guilt, wife guilt, you know, just worrying, is my husband going to be able to, to soothe them the same way? So I would, I would just plan my whole day around like, okay, now they're sleep. you know, the baby's sleeping on your chest for like 10 minutes. So I'm going to run to the store really quick. And then I'm going to come back because I don't want you to be stressed out or the baby to be crying. Like, unreal. <laughs> and like, just realize, like looking back and like I said, I still do it, but I'm, I'm getting better. And I push back more. I'm like, you know, this week I'm going away with friends for a night and I'm already kind of stressing out, but I'm like, no, you know what? I deserve to go. And I'm a better mom when I take that time away from them. And I just need to like stop putting everyone else's feelings ahead of my own because then I end up being not the best version of myself. You know, I think I'm doing my kids a favor by being there all the time, but then there's like, there's nothing left of me. You know, you're exhausted if you do it all thinking that that's how you keep your kids happy. You end up being like the most miserable mom is what I found. I don't know if like, if you, yeah, if you can relate to that or. Totally, totally. And I'm so glad you're bringing this up because that's such a huge part of it. You know, with the mom guilt, we feel like we need to be constantly present. And like you said, if we take that time away, even to run 10 minutes to the store, you have that guilt. Is my husband going to be able to handle it? Is he going to be able to handle the kids screaming and crying for, you know, however long while I'm gone? (laughs) And it's just crazy to me because I can guarantee you dads don't feel that way when they go to the store. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they're not wired the same. So having these conversations is so important because number one, it makes you feel like you're not alone when you hear other moms suffer with these things too. And it makes you feel like a little bit less crazy, you know, because there's so many times where I feel like what is wrong with me? Like I am so unbalanced. I feel like I don't even know if I'm real human being in my brain right now, but then I listen to you speak about that. It's like, okay, that's great. So that's why we're doing this. You guys, that's why it's so important to have these conversations, but yeah, like taking time away from your kids. Let's talk about that because that is like a number one cause for mom guilt for me. And you even said, you know, you're taking this time with your friends and it's good that you actually are setting that boundary and saying you need it because mom guilt or not, we're still women. We still have needs when it comes to connecting with other women or friends, whoever, male or female friends, I don't care who you're friends with, but you know what I mean? You need that time, that space away from your children, because you do give so much to them. You do give so much to them. And I feel like, you know, it's, I used to get judged a lot, like a ton too. As a mom, when I would take time away, like Danny and I have gone on a vacation every year, almost that we've been together, just the two of us, whether it's two or three days or a week. And obviously when we went from one to three kids in the span of a few years, that changed a little and it was a little less often but when we had one kid we would go on a week-long trip every year just the two of us and people would judge me for that I would have other mom friends be like oh must be nice oh I could never leave my child for that long and it's like why do we why do we do that you know why why do we hold judgment against other moms for setting boundaries for themselves and actually taking care of themselves I think it probably stems from insecurity and jealousy and this isn't me pointing fingers because I've been on the other end of that too I've seen other moms go on trips when they've got three or four kids and they go on a trip with their husband and I'm like must be nice to have someone to watch your kids for two weeks and I find myself thinking those judgmental thoughts 
when really I should be celebrating this woman for going out and doing that for herself. Exactly. I think it's like the ultimate form of self-care when you take space from your children <laughs> as much as we take love time. them. Yeah. So I'm always better. Like I'm yes. better, you know, I'm like 10 times better when I come back from these girl trips. Although like within five minutes of being home, I'm like, Oh my God, I should have <laughs> stayed longer. <laughs> Because you know how it is, you know, as soon as you come in the door, they have like 50 requests that they didn't have for their dad five minutes ago. So, but you know, I'm not, it doesn't take away from the fact that I am better equipped to like deal with them when I come back and like have five minutes to miss them. But yeah, totally. Like when I do get back is when I realize how badly I needed the break because they, they just swarm me and they need a snack and they needed this and they need, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is why mommy has to go places (laughs) because I don't get a break otherwise, you know, like even if I'm lucky enough to have a partner here with me that helps, it's not the same. It's not the same as when I can just remove myself from the house completely and just let them fend for themselves, you know, like my husband, obviously, but just them as a team, because if I'm here, I'm the go-to and it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's draining. And sometimes you don't realize it when you're in it too. Like I know for me, it's, it's a lot like working from home and we're the same, like, you know, both of us, we were building personal brand. We're both working from home, doing things from home and mom and hard. Right. So it's like, I feel like when you're around them constantly and you don't actually have that energetic boundary with children, because again, you're their safe space. Like your kids are always going to come to mama whenever they need something. That's just how it is. Like, even if my husband's here, he works during yeah. the day. Like even if he's here, they still always come to me first. And I love that so much. And I wouldn't change a thing about it, but needing space from that is okay. So that's kind of like the point that we're trying to make here is like, I know for me, every single time I take space to hang out with my girlfriends, even if I miss them when I'm gone, because that always happens too. I was <laughs> thinking mm-hmm. about that. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I couldn't wait to get out the door. And then, you know, I'll go with girlfriends or have a few drinks. And then I'm like showing everyone pictures of my kids. The other day, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I'm like yeah. that friend in the mom group, the one that's like actually talking about her kids and everyone's like, shut up. We're trying to like, not think about our kids. I'm like, okay, I can't that's help. Hilarious. It, but... Yeah. I do that when they go to bed, I'll be like going through <laughs> old folders of them. My, my husband's like, we barely just got rid of them for the night. Like, what are you doing? Like, we'll do that. Too. Why, we'll like, why are we like this? <laughs> like watching a movie I'm like looking through baby pictures of Leo after he's asleep yeah so many times that's so funny um okay cool well I I wanted to kind of shift this conversation a little bit to talk about how mom guilt I mean obviously when we're going out to do things and taking space that's a different story but another aspect I find that especially being in the online business space like I am that you know mom guilt stops a lot of women from taking action on something they want to create. And I noticed this a lot. Like when I used to be in network marketing, um, a lot of women that I would talk to would be moms, obviously, because I'm a mom. So that's kind of my niche and who I was talking to for my audience. But a lot of moms, like at least 80% who had the excuse that they didn't want to get started or that they weren't sure if they were ready was because of their children. And it was like, I don't know if I have space for that in my life because I'm so busy because I'm a mom. And I was somebody who made that same excuse for a very, very long time. And then all of a sudden, when I started doing a little bit of personal development, I started to learn about the mind and, you know, how 
the subconscious mind works and just everything, everything to do with mindset. I started to really realize that I could choose what I wanted to do and I didn't have to live on autopilot anymore. And just becoming more self-aware of these thoughts that were coming up. And I realized that when women are making that excuse or when moms are making that excuse, and I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm just saying it is an excuse when you say you don't want to get started with something, right? It's just verbiage. But when they say that, I really think that it comes down to a perspective shift because for me, I had the realization after quite a while of saying no to, you know, starting something new that I was, I should have been saying that I want to do this because I have kids and you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of, like for me, I was like, no, I can't, I have kids. I need to focus on being a mom, but it was almost like, okay, I should be doing this because I have kids because I want to be more present with them. And at this point, like I was going to a nine to five, I was so miserable And when that clicked for me, I was like, wow, I need to do this because I have children. And it took me a really long time, but like I stayed committed and now I'm here and I'm, you know, I have a business and I'm able to work and serve people from the comfort of my home. And if I didn't stop making that excuse, if I didn't start to release and work through some of that guilt that I was having, I wouldn't be where I am. So just something I wanted to bring to the forefront, because I know that so many women struggle with that. And they think that they can't go after their dreams and things that they're passionate about, because it will take away from their children. But I'm telling you right now, (laughs) you know, it's the complete opposite. When you do things that light you up and get you excited, you show up as a more present, high vibe, mom for your kids big time and you want your kids to pick up on that right don't you want your kids to grow up to go after their dreams you don't want like that's the other side of it is not only are you doing it for your kids to have that time freedom if that's what you're after but also to set the example that hey mommy doesn't only do mommy stuff you know like i go for a sleepover with my girlfriend all the time and the kids don't love it but i tell them mommy needs that like they have to I don't know. I just feel like it's one of those things in life that it also teaches them not to be selfish. Yes. We go to the indoor playground for you. We go to this place for you. We do this for you. This is for me. And that's okay. I know you don't love when I'm gone, but I'll come back in one day. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, like you said, shifting that perspective of like, there's, there's value to taking that time away from them. Even if you feel guilty, because what you're doing is self-care so you're better for them but you're also teaching them how to take care of themselves as they grow up especially if you have a daughter and she's gonna have you know if your daughter becomes a mother because it's more predominantly like you said mom guilt I feel like dads are better generally speaking at leaving the house and not feeling that guilt I'm not saying it doesn't exist I can't speak on behalf of my husband but I'm pretty sure he does better with it than I do yeah I know for a fact yeah. does. <laughs> like he goes golfing and <laughs> talks to me for like eight hours so <laughs> and then there's me and I go out and I'm like how's the kids how's the kids every five exactly. seconds on my phone I need to get better for that and I'm slowly becoming better at it but yeah I love I love what you said about um not only when you take, when you set those boundaries and you let go of the mom guilt and you do those things for yourself, whether it's going for lunch or doing a sleepover with your friend or whatever it is that you want to do. And you take that time away from your children. Not only is it good for your mental health and the way that you're taking care of you, it's also setting an example for your kids and how to take care of themselves. 
Holy moly. Let's just talk about the psychology of that for a second. I'm having like epiphany after epiphany. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad worked out of town and my mom gave her life to us. She was always Mm -hmm. with us. She was with us every day. She had other kids from the neighborhood. Like we had a little daycare during the day. She was like that mom. My mom took me to every sport, every school dance, everything. She was always there for me. She never worked. She was a full-on stay-at-home mom. And she never got to do things for herself. She never got to do things for herself. And, you know, now that she's older and mom, if you're listening to this, <laughs> this isn't me talking shit about you. I promise. I'm just <laughs> expressing how I feel, but you know, now that she's older, it's like, you know, she has that mentality. Like if I talk to her something about how I need space for my kids, she'll be like, Oh, I never got that. Like, it's just something you need to get used to, you know, cause that's her mindset around it. But yeah, she's gotten better with it. Love you, mom, because I know you listen to these, but like she's gotten (laughs) better with it over the last couple of years. And, you know, she gets it now and she gets that I need space and stuff. But it's it's crazy, like the generational switch too. like in the 90s, stay at home moms. It was like that was your job. That was your identity. You know what I mean? And now I just had another. Yeah, go. You speak. You speak. Before. <laughs> I just had another thing pop in my head. Can we just, there's one big thing I just popped in my head and I have to say it hey. or I won't sleep tonight. So can we just make sure that like, it's really clear for everyone that like peeing alone, pooping alone, showering and doing groceries are not acts of self-care. They're like, not. They, don't, they don't count as like things that you can do and not feel guilty about. These are like things that keep you alive and like... <laughs> I don't know, disease free, you know, you need to shower, you need to go get food for your family, you need to use the washroom, like, I feel like those are things that get thrown all the time that I hear people say, like, my husband said, like, well, you went out and got groceries today. And it's like, like, and I'm not like, I'm not bashing husbands. I'm (laughs) right, like, I am not bashing the husbands. But I'm saying like, these are not things that count as that time away from your kids that you don't have to feel guilty about. If you're going to yoga, that's also a time away that you shouldn't feel guilty about, not just the groceries, because somebody has to get those things. Like, I don't know, because I feel like sometimes I convince myself that I had like this great day where I'm like, well, you know, I, I went to the doctor alone and then I, you know, I took a shower alone and then I went and got groceries alone and that was blissful and that was amazing. And like, there you go, I'm all set for the day. Like, And if, you know, how dare I think that I might want to go for supper tonight with a girlfriend, like that would be too much, you know? And it's like all the chores, the chores don't count. Like, no, no, they don't. They literally like, that reminds me of the one time it's so true too. Like it's, those are things that you need to take care of yourself. That's like regular human maintenance. It's crazy. It's so funny. I'll send send my sister I sent okay this is like totally TMI but whatever we're just gonna do it on this this segment so (laughs) I was peeing and my kids followed me into the bathroom as per usual of course I have my phone with me because who doesn't take their phone to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and so I'm in there and I like took a picture of the kids and sent it to my sister just to be like hey this is what it looks like she knows what my house looks like and she's like love the pics from the toilet you can you never get a second alone do you I'm like no I don't. Or like the amount of times I've been in the bathroom with my phone, take a picture of little hands poking underneath, little fingers oh poking under the door, banging, mom. 
Oh my gosh. And you know, my husband works nights. So it's always me at night, <laughs> most of the day, putting the kids to bed and doing all the things. So I get all the little hands under the door. It's great. You know, when he has a day off, a lot of the time I can go pee alone because they're too busy bugging That's him. Crazy. So is the that something I take for granted? <laughs> is that, is that something I consider to be a vacation? No. And you shouldn't either. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I think we just have to like surround ourselves with supportive people only really, because like you said, there's so many people that'll judge you like, oh, she's a brand new mom. And she just left her newborn for a week to go down south. Good for her. She I wish I had someone to watch my babies. I wish I would have been brave enough to pump, you know, if I was so stuck on nursing that I would have been brave enough to pump and leave enough milk for a week and say, Hey, I'm peacing out, but I didn't have that in me. But I think like just surrounding ourselves with the right people that aren't going to make you feel guilty, that aren't going to say, well, I didn't have help. Well, I didn't do that. And it's like, that doesn't make it okay or better just because like you said, generational changes, just because my mom didn't get a break, I've always told myself that she did it without a break. And so I feel like I was trying to like model that, but that doesn't mean that my mom doesn't wish she had a break. It just, I don't know. I feel like it's really in that, like surrounding ourselves with the right people and changing that negative belief that like you're, you're a bad mom because you're not there or that you want to go back to work or I don't know. It's, we don't have to stop living just because we had kids. Like if anything, like, I know it sounds so cheesy and I feel like I've seen this quote, but like, it's more of a reason to live because people are watching you. Little people are watching you. Like, this is what moms do. This is what grownups do. And then they'll in turn be better husbands, be better fathers. If you have daughters, they'll be better, you know, better equipped to, to go through life with that and not feel like this is how it should be. 100%. And that just really brings another light bulb moment into my head. That was so beautifully said, by the way. Thank you for sharing that. But I think that we should always be keeping in mind modeling the type of life that we want for our kids and the type of mindset that we want for our kids. Do I want my kids to grow up anxious, depressed, detached, not taking care of themselves? Because that's how I used to be seriously. Like that's why I started doing personal development. You guys know my story. You've been listening to this podcast for a while. Most of you, I'm sure if not go back and listen, but I do talk about my mental health quite a bit and my journey with my mental health. And it hasn't always been easy. And the reason why I started doing the inner work and working on my energy and my spirituality and personal development and my mindset and my confidence and everything, why I've invested so much money into my growth is because not only do I want to better my life for myself, but like Sonia said, there's little people watching. I have a responsibility as a mother to raise my babies in a way that they will feel ready to be an adult. If I'm being completely honest with you, I had no idea how to be one because everything inside of me was screaming against the way I was taught. And that's why I was anxious and feeling detached and not feeling present in motherhood. I mean, obviously I had postpartum, so there's chemical things that can go wrong. Please do not take everything, anything we're saying as medical advice, because everybody's journey is different. But for me with my postpartum and everything, like uh, it was, it was really, really difficult. However, after I came out of that, I 
kept living that way for quite a while until, like I said, I discovered personal development and started working on myself. And then those light bulbs started to go off. And I was like, wow, like this just makes me see everything in such a new way. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so committed to what I do and how I show up and, you know, the boundaries I set for myself and tying it back in, you know, to circle back with what Sonia and I've been saying here about, you know, the mom guilt and taking time for yourself and modeling that for your kids. Like, it just really comes down to how, like, how do you want your kids to feel when they grow up? Start there. If you're feeling a little bit stuck in the loop and you're feeling a little bit guilty, start to think about what kind of a life you want your kids to live, how you want them to feel about themselves, and then start embodying that so that they can learn from you too. Big time. If you shift it, you know, how would you feel if your kids went for a sleepover? You don't feel guilty. You feel happy. So that's kind of, I've heard that. I forget where I heard that, but basically trying to teach our kids that again, like I said earlier, mommy needs a sleepover and I deserve to have my fun time with my friends, just like, and I always, they're young. So I use examples that they can really understand. You feel this way when I bring you to this place, you know, we go to the indoor play space in our area. They love it. And I talked, I talk about that and I say, we do this for you. I sit there and I have coffee and, you know, you guys get to go play. It's not the most fun for me, but I do it for you because I like you being happy. So when I go for a sleepover and you know that I get to sit with my mom friend and laugh about foolish mom stuff, you should feel happy for me. And I know it's, you know, it's something that they need to work on. They're young. You know, my kids right now are five and seven. So they're not maybe necessarily really super happy that I'm leaving. But I feel like if we train our kids and if we talk about it in that way with that language, it's going to click where they're like, wow, like I'm happy because they, you know, they love us. They want us to be happy. So if they can grow up with that language being something that's talked about. They'll understand that, you know, this is part of my parents, not just mom, but dad too, doing things that they enjoy because they deserve that. They don't deserve to just, you know, do everything for us and slave around in the house. Like I say it all the time, even just little things like picking up after them. I'm like, my sole purpose is not to be your slave. Like <laughs> it's not to do it. You know, like, yes, I'm supposed to feed you and take care of you, but like, I deserve to do things that make me happy. And so, yeah, that's like, a, so does again, any that could human be like a being. whole other conversation. Yes. And so does any human being, just because we're moms, you guys, doesn't mean that we don't deserve all the same basic human enjoying, you know, self-care moments that everyone else gets. We don't get to lose that because we had kids. I hate that when people are like, oh, you chose to have kids. It's like, I don't fucking care. Like I'm a mom, (laughs) I'm a mom and I'm a badass. And because I'm a mom, you know, I deserve this, but no, like human beings are all, should all be treated equal in that respect. You know what I mean? Like obviously in all respects, but like in, when it comes to women, like it doesn't matter if you have kids or not everybody should get these We're same not. amount yeah. of self-care and the same opportunity to go and do things. Like I'm still a woman, you know what I mean? I'm still, yeah. a We're female, not less a deserving. Human. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We're not less. I hate that. Like, well, you chose to have kids. Yeah. I wanted kids. I'm not saying I wish I could take them back. I am saying that I also deserve to be who I was before I had them, or at least some part of that or whatever that is. Right. Like that's always changing. I don't necessarily want to be who I was before having them, but I still want to be myself Exactly. because someday they're going to move out. And if I don't do anything that I love for the next 18 years, I'm probably not going to be in a very good mental space when they move out and I'm on my own again. 
to figure out what the heck I like to do for fun. No, that's why you have to cultivate it along the way. Like you can't, like you said before, Sonia, at the beginning, like you can't stop living just because you have children. Your life doesn't stop when you have kids. The time is going to pass anyway. So why not use that time, not only nurturing your children, but nurturing yourself. It's so, so important. So, wow, that was such a good combo. We're going to keep these at like about 20 to 30 minutes because Sonia and I really like to blab, but at least we'll keep them (laughs) nice and short and sweet and value packed for you guys. But this was really fun. Thank you so much for coming on. I already can't wait for the next one. Thank you for having me. Yay. See you next week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. As always, I am so grateful for all of you who continue to come back each week and support me on this podcast. If you'd like to follow along on my journey or connect further, you can reach me on Instagram and my link is down in the show notes. And if you love what you heard today, don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes or screenshot the episode, share it to your story and tag me at casttipper underscore on Instagram so we can connect. I would love to know what your biggest takeaways were. I'll see you guys next week.